Welcome to episode 166 of Ask Jack D. Today is a long but very valuable and worthwhile discussion we are having. We have a conversation with a lady named Nikki who's in her 50s, with a young man called George Moulos who is a 17-year-old entrepreneur, and myself around how purpose, vision, and therefore short-term direction needs to be guided and governed, firstly by who you are, and secondly molded and utilized to the age and stage of life that you are at. 28 and I'm trying to shape history. Pulling from the sky for some strength to take with me. Line up the stars, uh, fly away quickly and push the world forward like a tidal wave hit me. I ride the wave swiftly, I fear no man. Check my titles, mate, quickly. Came from the sky with the light of day in me. You grew my own wings. A big thank you to everybody in the Ask Jack D and Entourage community. Thanks to you guys. We turned, well, firstly, thanks to you guys, we turned Ask Jack into a podcast recently due to demand from you guys. And then with the help of you guys, after we launched it within 12 hours, it was number one on iTunes in the business section. So, and it's, and it's, a few days later, it still is. We are still the number one business podcast on iTunes as we speak. And that is 100% because of you guys watching this show, getting behind it, enabling it, downloading it now as a podcast, rating it, leaving you reviews. Thanks to you, Rosie hasn't stopped glowing for the last three days. Can we show Rosie glowing, Jack, or is that going to be too difficult? Can you just go around that way? Yeah. Okay, cool. Watch the Rosie glow. Welcome to episode 166. Today we're taking a question from... see the Rosie glow if they're listening to this as a podcast right now. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you're listening to this as a podcast, Rosie is glowing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode 166. Today we're taking a question from Nikki Roche, who is an entourage student who has asked an incredible question. Uh, so we've got something different teed up for how we're going to answer this one. Rosie, hit us off. What's the question? Okay. And by the way, Bear's running around in the background as well. So let's make sure he doesn't escape the EDC because <laughs> we'll never see him again. Okay. So, Jack, every entrepreneur should be making their decisions from a place of understanding their life's purpose. Agreed. However, while I understand that age has no impact on the entrepreneurial journey, when someone is faced with limited productive working years, like my dynamic, motivated, inspiring husband who is in his mid-60s, they cannot afford the luxury of making all those decisions purely from a place of purpose, as practicality and delivering in the short term become key drivers. What is your perspective on that? Your answer will be an interesting one. I absolutely love this question, Nikki, because so many people have it. And I think that so often when we talk about purpose, we talk about vision, we talk about mission, we talk about values, people can take that sometimes to mean the airy-fairy stuff or the soft stuff or the love, trust and pixie dust stuff. And you know, when do we bring that back to reality and when does that become, become performance is what people ask. In my view, there is no separation between purpose and performance. We have purpose to enable performance and we have performance to actualize the purpose. They are not separate categories. Um, what we're going to do right now is we're going to call Nikki. Hopefully she answers. I don't have a number. Do you have a number, Rosie? We're going to actually call her and I'm going to explore firstly her, her husband's situation because I want to understand where is the conflict between purpose and short-term results because if purpose is swim with dolphins and short-term results is want to make money, then there may be a conflict there, although you could probably make money out of swimming with dolphins. So we need to understand where is the conflict in this inherent scenario. Rosie, what's the phone number? We'll just edit this out. Calling Nikki. 
Hopefully she picks up. Hopefully she picks up. <laughs> this is she has no idea where to call it. I have a hunch she's gonna pick up though. She's not gonna pick up. Let's call one more time. I was so certain she's gonna pick up. Hi, you have reached Nikki Roche. I'm not available to take your call at present, but please leave a message after the tone and I will return the call just as soon as I can. Thanks and have a great day. Hey Nikki, it's your entourage friend Jack DeLosa here. I was going to call you and do a second interview for the second time in two weeks. We're actually rolling live with Ask Jack D right now and I'm exploring your question. I wanted to get some more specificity around how it applies to your life and your husband's life. If you get this message in the next couple of minutes, give me a buzz back because we will still be live and we can have a conversation in front of camera. If I don't hear from you, I'll do the best in answering it with the context that I do have. Hope you well, Nikki. I'll speak to you soon. Ciao. Okay. So I, I honestly thought she was going to pick up. Nikki may call back. So, okay, here's the thing. When we talk about purpose, what we're talking about is vision, mission, values. Why are we going there? What is the ultimate contribution that we want to make? Now, that should never, whether you're 60, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, it should never be separate from short-term performance. In fact, if you want my thinking around how do you marry purpose with performance and you know, sometimes people say, should I go into business for passion or should I go into business for profit? And my answer is this, go into business for passion. So the initial decision that you make around the direction that you're going to head in is dictated and governed by passion and purpose. However, what you then need to realize is that short-term results, i.e. finance, i.e. how many people we can bring on board, i.e. how effective our marketing is, i.e. how many customers we win today, this week, how much revenue we generate, particularly in the early days, um, should be governed by what is going to be commercially sound. And the reason is, is it doesn't matter how uh, grounded or how far reaching your purpose is, money is the fuel that will enable you to achieve it, right? So when I say we shouldn't be driven by money, what I'm not saying is money isn't important. When I say that we should be driven by vision, mission, values, what I'm not saying is the short term is unimportant because without, if we, if we don't get the short term right, we won't make it to the medium term, we certainly won't be able to actualize the long term. So even if you're in the business of making a difference, money is the fuel that will enable your vision to travel. Does her number end in 575? Yes. Okay, this is Nikki. Hey Nikki, how you doing? Hey, I'm good, thanks, Jack. How are you? Doing? <laughs> I'm very well. Did you hear my voice? I didn't expect a call from you. No, no, well, we didn't expect to be giving you a call, but we, we were exploring your question and having a great conversation around it, uh, and I thought it would be really useful to involve you in that conversation. Fantastic. Did you get my voicemail just now? Yes. Perfect. Well, I'm, I'm still around. We're actually still filming, so that works very well. Are you okay for this conversation to be filmed as we work through it? No problem at all. Love it. Love it. So, Nikki, I'm just, we've got your question in front of us. We're exploring it right now. The cameras are rolling. What I wanted to understand is in this question you've asked on behalf of your husband around how does he essentially marry or consolidate long-term purpose with the need for short-term results. In your mind, where does that conflict come from between purpose and short-term results? Perhaps start with what is his purpose and what are the short-term results he needs to generate? Okay, well, I think for me, the disconnect was his age. And I firmly believe that entrepreneurial vision and the 
purpose part of it is age irrelevant. In other words, it's got yeah. no connection whatsoever. You need to do something that, that, as you say, is on purpose, is from the heart, and is something that that delivers uh, a contribution centric. Yeah. Um, and Michael is an entrepreneur through and through. He, you know, 28 years old until now. He's 64 years old at this point in his life. Um, and given our circumstances of what got us to this point, he actually needs to deliver for us in the short term, one, and two, his, given the fact of his age, he actually only has a limited number of working years in order to add yeah. value. So yeah, he can't okay. afford to take a long-term view. No. And if you live your life on purpose and if you listen to a lot of this stuff and a lot of the material around it, it talks about um, you know, building value and it takes time and you need to actually deliver and you need to add value before you, you can actually start to reap the rewards. He doesn't have the time to take that long-term approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how many more years do you think he'd love to be working? I'd say, you know, I mean, he will probably work forever because he's not a, he's not somebody yeah. who is um, lazy, but yeah. he really has five good, strong, solid years of commitment to in which to deliver. Yep. Um, so, you know, and that's assuming life doesn't throw him a curveball, which of it does course. do more often than not yeah. when you yeah. get to these, those points. And I, yeah, you know, a lot of what you say is, is driven from such an amazing place, but... You know, you're another generation to my husband, and in a lot of respects, there is an impact of age that, yep. that it can be relevant. Yeah. Nikki, what's his purpose? It is, it is relevant. What's his purpose? You know what we've discussed that, and I suppose he just wants. You know, he's got grand. He's he's not a complicated man. He's not a. He just wants to make sure that. All of his girls, he has three daughters and they have children. Um, he just wants to make sure that all of his girls are set and and comfortable in this world. So it's right. not a huge global... And does he know what business he wants to start? You know what, we've just sold a business. As a couple, we've just sold a business. So yeah. he and I are at a very similar point. We both at ground zero for the yeah. next chapter. Yeah. So... You know, we're doing it independently. We've been working together for the last 15 years. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing my thing. He's doing his thing. Um, mine is more strategic. His is probably more tactical. Yes. So, no, he's been driven more by tactics. Yeah, yeah, um, go ahead. And I, you know, I'm being driven more by vision. And clearly, I've, I believe in the path that I'm following. So I'm being quite verbal and talking about it all the time. Yeah. Um, whereas he gets it and he's... Yes, fantastic. I'm supported and amazed and wonderful and all of the stuff that you're talking about. But I have to be tactical at this point in my life. Yes. Yeah. So firstly, I get it. I've just done a... uh what would you call it, like a short course with Deborah Hutton for Balance by Deborah Hutton, which is her brand, uh, where she is now developing an educational brand for uh, women who are 50 plus. Um, and part of that is if you want to start a business, here's how, and Jack's going to walk you through some, you know, a four-week sort of short course. Uh, and so to do that, you know, Deb herself is a 50-plus successful woman who's recently gone into business for herself, and I really needed to delve into that demographic so I get exactly where you're at. With regards to purpose and vision, purpose and vision is very fluid, meaning in my instance, I'm 29, therefore I can, I look forward and I've got a, let's call it a 40 year horizon. Whereas if I was 65 and I felt like I had five good years in me and then perhaps another five years on the back end of that, but at a less 
at a lesser intensity, then my purpose and my vision uh, expands or subtracts according to the years that I b believe that I want to work hard or that I'm going to be able to work hard for. So in this particular instance, what I would do, I, I, I would still start at that point. What's your husband's name? Michael. Michael. Michael, where do we want to be 10 years from now? What's the impact we want to have had 10 years from now? And that may simply be uh, to ensure that our daughters are healthy, happy, fit, and have everything they need to in order to have a great life. Or it may be we want to do that as well as contributing to our community or as well as contributing to a particular consumer base. But we, but we have to start at a vision level and it might not even necessarily be a contribution scaled vision, but it might just be a vision that you guys create for your life. So who do we want to be 10 years from now? What do we want to be doing? How do we want to be working? What's the financial position we want to be in? In an ideal world, what is the sort of health and fitness and vitality we, 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 we would want, albeit we understand that curveballs do come. Uh, and therefore, that provides a reference point. That becomes our guiding star as to the point that we then work back from. What I was... going. Yeah, you know what, sorry, I was going to interrupt for a minute. It does make a lot of sense, and I've been giving it a lot of thought since I asked the question, and also obviously in discussion um, with my husband. And I, I, you know, you made a point at one point in one of our workshops that if somebody's vision needs to be a good parent, then that's fantastic. That that's, right. that's right. That's um, right. It doesn't have to be, you know, to elevate the consciousness of mankind. That's and, right. And, and I, I get that, and I kept on coming back to that. And, yeah. Um, and, and therefore, it means that vision can, can change throughout your life depending on the, the stage of where you're referencing it from. And, That's right. Um, that, was a, that, for me, was a different thought because I yes. kind of thought that our vision, in some respect, had to be the, the, the guiding light of who we were yep. and who you are kind of never changes. And I do have a very dynamic, inspiring, motivated husband. You know, it's not... That's right. It's... Not that he, so for him to take a short-term perspective would be unusual, but yeah. it would be tactical. And yeah. So maybe a vision can be tactical, but, and yeah. I think that that's kind of where the disconnect came a little bit. Well, your vision, your vision will not be tactical. Your vision will be your vision, but how you, how you execute on that in the short term will be tactical. The problem with uh, having tactics in place with no long-term vision, long-term in your case being 10 years, long-term in my case being 40 years. So long-term will expand or subtract depending on where we are at our journey in life. However, if we were to go straight in and just start to tactically do stuff in the business world to launch our business today without any understanding of where you want to be or who you want to be 10 years from now, the question is what are the principles guiding the tactics? And the answer is we don't have any because we're just doing it because I don't think we've got any time. Whereas if we go, what time do we have and start as that point as a reference, let's call it 10 years, we're going five years going hard, five years easing off the, easing off the accelerator a little bit, then who do we want to be, where do we want to be, who do we want to be in our relationships, who do we want to be as people, what characters do we want to have, what financial position do we want to be in, what is the lifestyle we want to have each year as we navigate through these 10 years, then we're creating a business and, uh, and jobs and, 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 and creating your world in a way that is uh, driven by what you want rather than having the so so you you're letting your life and your vision for it govern your business rather than your business govern your life and the vision you have for it for sure right and um, i think again this goes back to keeping things 
things simple because I think in some respects I've probably been trying to complicate it a little bit just because we're standing at different points in our life and my husband and I have, you know, almost two decades separating us. So, uh, you know, if I do find myself at a different point in my life to where he is, yeah. it's probably the first time ever. So yeah, maybe yeah. I am trying to complicate it. Maybe it is just going back to exactly what we spoke about right at the beginning, that, you know, vision and, and coming on from that to the message. That's right, that's right. Nikki, I'm just going to ask you to stay on the line. Coincidentally, uh, a guy called George Moulos uh, Snapchatted me recently. And now, Nikki, you might not, you're probably not very familiar with Snapchat. I've, I've recently become familiar with Good. it. Good. Was that my influence from the workshop? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Good. So, George... I'm trying to break my knowledge gap. Yeah, no, very, very, very nicely done. And so George is a 17-year-old entrepreneur, and uh, he's hit me up recently over Snapchat asking if he could catch up with me, over, and, and of which I said yes. So he's coming into the Entrepreneur Development Center today. We've just spent half an hour today speaking just prior to hitting film for this Ask Jack D episode uh, and talking about where he's going in life. So I'm actually going to invite him in, but you stay on the line, Nikki. George, pull up a seat. Okay. Hey, George. Hi, hi. Good, thanks, good. So now for everybody watching and for Nikki, George is a 17-year-old entrepreneur. He's had a marketing company that he sold recently. He's since started another marketing company. He's also got a talent agency where he manages a couple of different people. George, come in so my mic picks, what, picks up what you say. Um, and he's also come to me with an idea around how do we take entourage into high schools, which is something that we'll continue to discuss over the coming six months. So George, talk to us about what do you think your vision or purpose is for the next however long, what's your time horizon in this game, do you think? When will you stop? Stop, well, I don't plan to, I guess. Yeah. Um, a big goal is 30. Um, I really want to be somewhere at 30. Yep. Um, Where do you yeah. want to, what, what do you want to be doing at 60? At 60, on a yacht, hopefully. Yeah. But um, not having to run my business. You can't even think that far. <laughs> not, I want to be at a point where I've got, a pro, like much like Richard Branson, where he's got a few businesses yep. running. Yep. He can take his time out. Yep. He's active yep. in his business. And as a 17 year old entrepreneur who's already sold his first business, who's working on another two and come to me to talk about driving a not for profit, that is what you should be thinking in George's position. He should be thinking, I want to set up a bunch of businesses over the next 10 years, let's say 10 to 40 years, and run them or oversee them and probably have CEOs within them driving them. And so that I can. Uh, exercise my sort of entrepreneurial expression that I have without needing to drive the businesses on a day-to-day -day basis yeah. which Nikki is also an option for you because if you guys are going we've got a five-year time horizon where we can actually uh, devote a, a decent amount of time to what we're looking to do in whatever business we set up you can actually establish a business in the next five years I have with the entourage that can run without you guys so for you guys it might be you know the first years about getting product market fit this the next couple of years will be about getting traction the following two years will be about scaling and rapid growth while diluting your involvement in the business so that in five years time you've got a general manager in place and they're driving the business for you for another five years while you continue to capitalize on the growth maybe with an exit after 10 years right which might fund retirement and fund you know whatever we want to do for your daughters and all of that sort of stuff right for you for sure. so while Nikki is talking about a five and ten year horizon uh, George is talking about a 10 to 40 year horizon, right? Um, so George, what is driving you, do you think? At the moment, I think what's driving me is that 
the biggest thing for me is that no one else is doing it. I'm so young, and that gives me, I guess, an avenue that not, it means that I, I think I have a better chance because no one else is doing it. People say that I'm 17, and I think... Talk to me about what you were saying before in terms of it's just who you are. Well, yeah, for me, it's like, I guess, a lot of small things, my family, um, things I've read, have just, I guess, inspired me. And at the end of the day, it is who you are that really defines your entrepreneurial career. If you want to do it, I mean, that is the biggest thing. Um, I mean, you can push someone to do be an entrepreneur, but at the end of the day, they will fail if they are not the entrepreneurial type. Yeah. yeah. So George, you know, listens to audiobooks on the way to school. This is audiobooks on the way home from school. He goes to school. You, he's, he's going to get a good, what is it, HSC? HSC? HSC mark this year. He's in year 12 while developing his business on the side, while talking to me about, you know, helping us with the not-for-profit organization. So George is cramming a lot in for a 17-year-old entrepreneur. Nikki, were you going to can say I something? Ask, can I just ask George what sparked the entrepreneurial spirit in him? Because he had to have been exposed to that thinking at some point in his upbringing for him to even develop um, the awareness of it and therefore develop the passion and the love for it. And, and, and that, for me, is the biggest advantage of youth today because they, they're exposed to that thinking and he must have had somebody in his life that, that gave him that opportunity to think like that. And I'd be interested to see where he got that from. So what I just want to say to that firstly, Nikki, is yes, there is an, yes, there is an advantage to youth. There is also an advantage to age. There is also an advantage to wisdom and an advantage to experience and an advantage to having lived a lot of life. So in my view, life and entre particularly entrepreneurship is about uh, utilization and resourcefulness. So it doesn't matter where you are, what you are, what position you're in, how old you are, you use that, you utilize that to your advantage. So the business that you and your husband's Michael, isn't it, Nikki? Yes. Yeah, Michael. The, 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 the advantage that you have is that you'll be able to create a very different business to what George can because of your experience and your age. And so the question yeah. becomes at this stage of the game, what business can you and Michael start that is going to utilize and play to your strengths. Because it would be really easy for George to be sitting here going, well, I'm too young, right? In my view, you know, while, there, while there is pros and cons to being young, there's pros and cons to being a little bit older, there's pros and cons to being right in the middle. If we buy into the limitations around any of that, then all that does is confine us. Whereas if we actually look at what are the pros and cons, how do we negate the cons, how do we play to the pros, then that will enhance what you do. To give you an example, when I was 17, 18, I started my first business, which was a business-to-business -business call center, right? So uh, we were going and speaking to like Australia's fast-growing companies, having them outsource their marketing to us, which we succeeded in winning the business. We succeeded in delivering the results a lot of the time. Uh, however, it wasn't a business that played to my age. So I went and started another company called Limitless, which was an education business going into high schools and universities because at, at a 19, 20 years of age, however old I was at the time, probably 20, the, my age in that field, in that category, was an advantage. So, Nikki, what you and Michael need to discuss is, I think, let's start with vision, let's start with purpose, where do we want to be 10 years from now, and then where are we today, and what business could we start where our age and our stage in life would be an advantage? That's a good place to start. That is a, yes, that's a good place to start, and I think there's a lot of food for thought in that, and it's and we have done that, and I think, look, we, we've 
we've always consulted on strategy and we've always consulted on um, you know, business growth and interpersonal skills and mindset and attitude and that's always our default position yeah um, you know but we've done that in, in, a, in a time pre-internet and um, now every brother and his cousin are doing similar sort of things so it's yeah the, the conversation becomes complicated but I yeah I, I yeah and I think again we need to just strip it back down to the basics and um, and keep it simple that's right that's right and it could even be you know if you're if you're uh, experimenting with snapchat at the moment there is a massive market right now to educate baby boomers and people older than baby boomers on social media so uh, you know as you're going through the entourage you're going to learn a whole lot about social media and you can learn a whole lot of, about social media online there is definitely a demand in educating and coaching baby boomers and older on social media. So that is an example of one business that you could start where a 60-year-old or a 65-year-old will happily learn from you how to use social media. However, if a young George walks in, they might uh, be a little bit defensive for whatever reason. Yeah, for sure. George, for sure. so coming back to Nikki's question, which was, uh, because your parents weren't entrepreneurs, right? It was something that was inside of you from day yeah. one, as opposed to something that was yeah. externally sort of prompted. Talk to us about that. Well, I guess, I guess, um, to an extent, it was from family. I guess my grandfather. I'd, I'd never got to meet him, but a lot of the stories I heard of him were about business, were about entrepreneurship, and that for me was awesome. He was an idol for me, although I didn't get to meet him. He was has, has and still is always in my head. So whenever I see business opportunities, whether it be at school, whether it be anywhere really I know I think that's that's something that that still inspires me today but at the end of the day yeah still I guess for me I did a lot of it on my own I did my own reading online books and even like how I got into contact with you um, Jack um, I, I just went out there and did it even though I thought maybe I wasn't prepared I just kind of put myself out there and then learn from that yeah yeah beautiful and so here's the thing George I don't think while you're yes you're absolutely inspired by your grandfather yeah. I don't think I think your grandfather inspired you because it connected with a part of you that you hadn't yet developed yeah, I agree. right when I was 15 I met a guy called Rod Butters who, who was the first entrepreneur I ever met prior to meeting Rod I thought adults were really boring and I never saw a vision of a life that I wanted to lead and and then I met Rod who was an entrepreneur and he dropped out of uh, high school and you know never finished so he wasn't an accountant or a lawyer or a doctor or you know he, he was an entrepreneur who built himself and he was passionate and he had a spark in his eye and he was controversial and he would speak his opinions and he'd laugh and he, and he had he wasn't he was he wasn't childish but he was childlike he, he still had that spirit around him and I remember speaking to a, to a mentor a few years later and he said, Jack, what you saw in Rod was a part of you that you hadn't yet developed in yourself. So if you didn't connect with your grandfather, you would have connected with something or someone else that would have sparked it, but it come, yeah. it's something that comes from inside of you, yeah. right? And so, Nikki, I think for you guys, start at the 10-year mark. Let's talk about something, and you, and you and I will continue this conversation, but let's talk about starting a business that's going to play to your strengths. George is going to do the same. Um, and I think the lesson for this whole episode, guys, is that there's a few lessons here, and that is the first one. Purpose is not separate to performance. Long-term cannot be separate to short-term. Without executing in the short-term, there is no long-term, and without understanding the long-term, there's nothing guiding the short-term. So when we talk purpose and performance, there should never be a conflict between purpose and short-term. If our purpose is relevant to who we are, our age and our stage, then our short-term should simply just enable that. They should speak to each other. They should be one part of the whole. 
The second thing is, is that doesn't matter where we are. You know, this is a really good episode because you've got a 17 year old kid, or a young man. You've got a 29 year old entrepreneur, and you've got uh, Nikki, who's a baby boomer female entrepreneur and has been for many, many years. And we all have a purpose. We all have a path. And from that path, we can govern what we need to do in the short term in order to move forward toward our purpose. However, the number one rule is this. Every single person has a different purpose and every single person has a different path. So this isn't about being the next Nelson Mandela or the next Richard Branson. It's about going, who am I? Where do I want to go? Who do I want to be? What do I want to achieve? And then construct your purpose and the path that will lead you to the actualization of that purpose according to who you are. Your path and your purpose should be as unique as your fingerprint. And only when you've identified what that is will you truly be living a life fulfilled. Guys, for those of you who are listening to this episode on a podcast, you need to ask questions for AskJackD using the hashtag AskJackD and tag us on Instagram, which is at Jack Delosa or at The Entourage Oz, if you're, if you're listening to this via podcast. Um, Nikki, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on board. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Do you feel relatively resolved around the conversation that we've had? Yes, there's lots to think about and lots to action. Yes, what is, what's the first two actions going to be? Sit down with my husband and define our vision and our purpose together. Love it. Thank you so much, Nikki. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Jack. Take care. Cheers, Carl. George, thank you. Good thank man. You. Thank you for participating. Guys, uh, that was a long episode. However, it was worthwhile because one thing I'm often saying to you guys is... Uh, there is only one rule to business to life. The only rule is find out who you are and then live a life that aligns to that. If you're 60, don't create your life the way a 29-year-old does. If you're 29, don't create your path the way a 17-year-old would. If you're 17, don't play to where you are. Utilize where you are. Utilize your age and stage. Create a purpose that is truly unique and speaks to you. What does that mean, Rosie? Episode 166. Episode 166. Uh, and Nikki has a podcast herself called Small Business Drivers. Tune into her podcast. Tune into our podcast. It's hashtag AskJackDee on iTunes if you haven't already. Keep asking questions, guys. We're loving having this dialogue with you all. If you're listening to it on the podcast, use the hashtag AskJackDee on any social media platform. And we will get to your question speaking to you through these episodes as an ongoing dialogue. So what that means right now.